record. We are live. Hello, YouTube. Hello, Hi. YouTube. <sighs> they love us. They love us, Adam. I have little fake sound effects I can use if that helps in the future. No, it doesn't. It just makes me realize even more that there's not people there. It's like when they can play sports here upcoming during the coronavirus times. They're going to pump in fake sound and have like CG audience. It's going to be weird. They already did the wrestling thing without an audience. Oh, they I didn't know. even try with that. It's just silent. You can just hear everything. It's so bizarre. Like I watched UFC and it's just like you can hear every like, like when they churn. Like, oh, this is weird. I have a lot of friends. Some of them are mutual. Like you have some of the same friends that are interested. Wrestling is not my thing, but nobody had anything good to You're say. You're talking about Pete. Yeah, I'm talking about Pete. Well, one of them. Pete's one of them, but there's like three or four other guys that are into it as well. Nobody had anything nice to say about that. I don't have anything nice to say about wrestling in general, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hockey guy. I don't need to watch grown men do that. I just don't. I'm good. Let's get into to the episode, shall we? I suppose. Yeah. Let's just get it over with, I guess is what we yeah. should say. Let's get the shit over with, right? Okay. Right. Let me get the theme song pulled up here then. And then we'll get this shit done. So we have 24 episodes left of this season, of season five of The Twilight Zone. After this, 23. <laughs> the only good thing is they're, at least they're only like 20-minute episodes. Yeah. You didn't have to suffer through season four. Oh, God. Here we go. Theme song. Ready? Oh. Traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 169 for episode 513, Ring-a-Ding Girl. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. It's the last episode of 1963. Starting next episode, we're in the 64 year. I don't know why I notated that. It's just... It's, it's the last year Twilight Zone's on, so this is the last one before we're in the last year. Maybe because it's the year of Beatlemania, and that changed the whole world? Could be. Could be because the show's fucking terrible now. I'm, I'm a Beatles fan, sorry. I'm a Twilight Zone fan, but here we are talking about this. This is true, I'm also that. It's like if we had a Ringo Starr podcast. That's what I feel like we're doing, talking about the, the turdiest of the episode, of the seasons of the Beatles these these are this, these are the Pete best episodes. Yeah. No, that'd be the lost. That'd be the eighties. We're like, oh, there's an eighties show. Oh yeah, there was. Nobody believes yeah. it. This is Beatles post Brian Epstein. So here's the plan. We do the, we finish off season five. We do the movie Twilight Zone movie from the eighties, and then we do the eighties Twilight Zone, and then we do. The 1994 Lost Episodes episode. Uh, also, we're going to do, before the movie, we're going to do the, the pilot, the original pilot. So we got that episode. And then we got, after the 80s, we have the 2001, 2002 season, whatever year that was. And that's it. 
Oh, Night Gallery at some point. I don't know when we're going to do okay. that. Okay, yeah. I look forward to that. Fucking Night Gallery is even worse. Um, I know. I, I've seen a few episodes of Night Gallery. They do not I, hold I, up. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's like two or three different running themes just going over and over again. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's it's a it's a show that you remember. That's that's the epitome of never go back. Yeah, we should. Be, I probably call it that. Never go back. It's just terrible. Change the, just change out the show. Yeah, it is awful. It, it, some episodes I'm like, all right, but it's just I hate that '70s flat, super red. Um, and the, the, some reason that show has all the Victorian furniture in Los Angeles in one set. I hate Victorian furniture. I don't know what it is I have against it, but I hate Victorian furniture. It's fucking disgusting looking. Victorian but, furniture, and it seemed like this kind of started with a lot of the Italian horror films, too. Like, the blood always looks like tomato paste. Yeah. it's Not tomato juice. Tomato paste. Like, that shit looks like red fucking paint. It's better than, like, George Romero's uh, Dawn of the Dead, where it's, like, red, red uh, tempera paint. Where it's just it's liquidy. Yeah. That, that looks wrong. Everything looks that, wrong. We can give that one a pass because there's so many other good things about it, though. But yeah. Like throwing pies I've been watching zombies. a lot of Italian horror lately, and it's like, oh, fuck off with this again, you know? Yeah. But the point is, let's talk about Ring and Ding Girl, shall we? Yes. It's terrible. So until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Good night, man. Wilcox. So Bye. long, citizens. Thanks for joining us on YouTube for this. I appreciate you sticking around. Oh, oh um, I, I guess let's talk about it. This episode was an episode of The Twilight Zone. It's a show. So and until next in time, the show, in the meantime. Stuff happens. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. She takes a phone call in the beginning, and then she's on the phone. It's Bunny, the actress, apparently. And she says a phrase the, at the, the end the of it. The actress, not Audrey Hepburn. That's what I like to call her. Her name is Bunny Blake. Audrey Hepburn. And she goes, at the end of the phone call, she goes, and Nunsville to you. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? What? And Nunsville to you? What? Ring a, a ding. Ring a ding. Ring a ding. <laughs> oh, ring a ding me. Ring a ding you. You need three snaps for that side of that kind of pronunciation. She's like she's like a fucking Batman the TV series villain, you know? Excellent. No, we had Julie Newmar in one of our episodes of Lady I Think of Cliffordville, and she is a fucking smoke show. Yes, she is. She is a fucking oh, yeah. smoke show that I might still bang, because she's still around. She's still I could still fuck that lady. That's Julie Newmar and also the lady that played the original uh, Morticia Adams. That's another one that I would run around the block with a couple of times. Now you look her up, see if she's still alive. Well, Julie Newmar, though. Not, but she was pretty hot back in the day. She was a smoke show. Yeah. She's a fucking smoke show. That's all I want to say. Yep. We are red-blooded males. <laughs> she got a phone call, and she gets off the phone call, and like her assistant lady comes in and is like, here's some packages from blah, 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 blah. And then she opens it, and there's a ring in there. And she sees someone named Hildy beckoning her to come home. Like, you come home, buddy. Come home. Come home. Ring-a-ding. Get it. Get it, I'm Phoenix. in your ring. Ring-a-ding sounds like a bell which beckons you. And it's a <laughs> ring. Literally a ring. Not it's, a it's, boop, 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 boop. It's literally in the ring, dude. <laughs> it's, you get it? You get it? <laughs> My mom's home.
Dude, get oh. hide the hide the fucking buds. Oh, dude, to fucking put a towel under the door. She's not gonna <laughs> fucking cares. Anyway, so, oh, she's yelling at my dad. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's oh, it's like a ring, and it rings beckons. <laughs> you get any more Doritos? One ring to ding them all. <laughs> oh. So anyway, the episode is terrible, and not as terrible as last week, though. We got that to look forward to. It's not as bad as the last one. Although it is in the same fucking set. The exact same set. They just expanded the living room a little bit and moved some furniture around. Still so it's that I same think it's fucking stairway. Bad. I do. I don't. Because there was, a, there was a scene in this episode I liked. A single scene, and that's all it took. And they left the fucking house for a little bit. And that was beautiful. I liked not being in that house with those people. And there's not a guy fucking a clock. There's so much better than this last episode. Not a lot, but enough. You know what? I think they, they were definitely in the same set, but in the last episode, they left the house too, except it was at night. In this set, it was during the day. Yeah. We saw so some exterior. The lighting. Yeah, they, they, they fucking took the filters out of the light, turned it up a little bit. It's a different set. Nobody will know the difference. Well, in this one, she goes out, and she goes to a couple of different places. The last episode, he went to his therapist's office, which is during the day. And he also went outside at night to break into his neighbor's house. So we left the house twice. In this one, she leaves it for, like, the middle part of the episode. But um, point is, she's not even there yet. Let's get there. Um, the She gets beckoned by, turns out, Hildy that was in the ring, in the ring ding, <laughs> was her sister. <laughs> and she beckons her home. Um, her sister is Hildy, and she's talking to her son. Son, her son's name is Bud, bro. <laughs> and then her You're son's like, "I'm not gonna do that, bro. I'm gonna go upstairs, bro." And she's like, "You gotta go do that thing, bro." And he's like, "All right, I'll go do the thing." And then suddenly, Bunny's there, bro. And she turns around, and she's like, "Bunny!" And I was like, "How does she sneak in the fucking house all silent?" And this is when I go, "Oh yeah, this is how this episode ends." Shit, I remembered. Right away. Although, there's one thing. Serling did not explain this one right away. So, thank you at least for not doing that again. You're thanking him? For now. For now. For one little fucking detail. And you're thanking him. This is an Earl Hamner Jr. episode, who is by far the worst writer of The Twilight Zone. He has all those Deep South fucking episodes that I can't stand. Oh. So anyway, so she shows up, and she's a big Hollywood movie star, and she's talking about her latest, pro- latest projects, and but she's here to, for one day to talk to her sister. And her sister's like, I'd love to hang out with you all day. Let's just fuck around for an episode and call it an episode, and let's not, let's not try to be interesting at all, and let's just do whatever the hell we want for a whole episode. And she's like, okay, cool. Let's do nothing. I'll talk to my ring, and then I'll say incoherent things to you. And she's like, okay, cool. And it turns out it, today is Founder's Day picnic. And she can't hang out with her sister because she's part of the something-something. And Bud, her son, is a picnic lifeguard. What the fuck is going on at this picnic? Why is the picnic underwater? Is there a giant pool next to the picnic? If so... I didn't realize a picnic required a lifeguard. Is he saving them from drowning in their glasses of wine? 
You mean all this time I've been picnicking illegally without a lifeguard present? Are you wearing your floaties? Your water wings? No. Not, no. No. Are not you wearing that. a safety vest? No. I didn't know You've I was been picnicking illegally, my friend. Wow. I, I, I live, I've lived a dangerous life. I need to really think about this now. Dude, it's not funny. Because my cousin went on a picnic when I was seven. Yeah! And she... She was eating her cranberry sauce and, you know, her turkey sandwich, and she drowned eating her sandwich. So this episode really is important to picnic safety. So I'd appreciate you not joking around about this fucking episode. Wow, man, I'm really sorry. That that really got me in the feels. I, I don't know what to say. I feel kind of... It's all right, man. Um, homoerotic here. She fell in the dipping sauce. Never, oh, oh. never got out. There was no David Hasselhoff around. There was no Yasmin Bleed. They put little plastic things on top of the dipping sauce ever since. Okay, so that wouldn't happen again. Yeah, thank you. Um, so death by Szechuan sauce. No, she lived. Okay, um, she's alive. It's just she's a bitch. I never talked to her. But the point is, be a little more sensitive. All right. You're right. What's so hard about that? I should think before I speak. Obviously, you've never had someone almost drowned at Founder's Day picnic. Never and been to a Founder's Day picnic. And Bud is the best picnic lifeguard, even though he abandons his post before it happens. I picnic in the ghetto, Phoenix. I, I, I usually go to the park with, you know, the broken glass and the fucking, uh, you know, 40 bottles sitting on the table and, you know, needles in the fucking grill. That, that, that park. Needle park. Panic in Needle Park with yeah, Al Pacino. Needle Park. Yeah, pic- Picnic in Needle Park. Yeah. Picnic in Needle Park. There you go. Okay. So we both have tragedies with picnics and parks. and. Uh, yeah. we, we shouldn't joke about these things. We shouldn't, but I did drown my cousin later at a, at a picnic at a park just to, you know, I felt it poetic. Szechuan, barbecue, or honey mustard? Yes. Okay. I mix the three That's together. That's a lethal combination, man. That's lethal. Sriracha sauce in there, too. Dead. <laughs> she couldn't open her eyes to, like, figure out where she was because the sriracha My got in there. My eyes are burning just thinking about it. Yeah, she couldn't do anything. <sighs> Frank is just asking, am I too late? I don't... Same link as last week. Check your <sighs> no, email. No, I, I will send him the link. Did you not? Fra- Frank is starting to turn into our... Um, Cecil. I'll have to explain to you who Cecil is off the air. That's All right. A, that's a fandom menace thing. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. I won't uh, question it. Yeah. Did you notice, um, what I started to notice at this point, I'll talk about the episode since you're doing that, yep. is these two episodes are very TV show-ish. They feel like they're on one set. Camera goes like this. Left, right. Left, right. Sometimes it'll cut. Very few cuts, very few edits, very few scenes. It's just one long take, and the camera cuts. It's just a different angle. It's the same thing. It's a very much a TV show. The previous seasons were really good because they felt like mini little movies. They felt like an episode that moved. It changed outside. It went to here. It went to there. They're different characters. They have different motivations. And this season is just like, you are now the sister. Act like the sister. 
And you are now the other sister. Act like the other. And it's just like, it feels like so much like a TV show. Although in this one, the other actors in this episode are are a little less wooden than the previous one. Yeah. The the ones in the previous episode are very, I'm mad at your grandfather. The the, the sister is all right. The the kid, no, I'm not going to judge a kid. But uh, everybody else seemed to be doing okay. Serviceable. Ring a ding, Adam. No, not, not quite ding. as bad as the Jim Crow cop, but you know, no, a little bit better than that. Be hard not to be better than Jim Crow cop. What's that fighter's name? Crow cop. There's a fighter with that name. Anyway, let's get, who cares? I don't want to know what fights you're watching. They're probably not legal in most states. What's your fucking point? Do these fights take place in a park with needles and Szechuan sauce? Loser gets drowned. Ooh. Okay. My cousin lost against me. You uh, you have my curiosity, but now you have my interest. Now I have your respect, I think is what you meant to say. Okay. Yeah. Fuck Frank. Whenever he shows up, he shows up. But um, the ring, the whole point is, we haven't even really described what's going on. The ring is, like, beckoning her, but she got it from a random fan. This episode, it has, like, weird myth, uh, mythological reasoning behind the watch, or behind the ring. But it never really comes into play, or really fucking matters. The ring is, like, one of those little magical ones, like, from a fantasy movie. It looks like, like a mood ring. people talking. It. Yeah, it's a mood ring with, like, a little face inside of it talking. With the oh, Wicked Witch oh. of the East. It's, it's an Apple ball, Watch, or an Apple ball ring. All powers yeah. that she can see. Auntie May, Auntie May. That's that thing. She can like see what they're doing in it, like the Wicked Witch could. Double it's... boil, toil, and trouble. Wow. But like, why the? Because even if you let's go ahead. Here's Frank. Let's go ahead and ignore the fact that the ring shows her what happens or what some random fucking people ignore that fact. What did it matter for how the episode went? Because ignore it. it. It nothing fucking mattered. Because she was, she, and you find out in the end, she wasn't really there. What did the ring have to do with that? Why did they have to involve a ring? So that you can say, ring a ding, ring a ding, ring a ding, Phoenix, ring a ding, Frank. Ring a ding. Hi, Frank. Hi, guys. Welcome to ring a ding. It's the ringy yeah. dingiest. It's the dingiest of the ringiest. Lord of the ringy dings. Just no, I don't want to. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, here's how far we are into the episode. How's the show gone? Has it been good? It's been all right. She showed up at the house. That's as far as we got. She she just shows up with fucking Bud and she healed whatever the fuck her name is. Hi, I'm here out of Hollywood. What's up, everybody? Why is she a gay man in your version? I'm a girl that's 40. Just a girl. Like Gwen Stefani? Just a girl? She's got, got a big bouffant for a coat so that everybody knows that she's a movie star. They keep referring to her as the golden girl or whatever. And she's 40 fucking five. Yeah. Ring, ring a ding. Is she not the younger version of the actress that or ends up being the actress from uh, 16 Millimeter Shrine? She is so the same person. 
That's, she's got all the same I mean, props from Audrey Hepburn and Roman Holiday or fucking Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't know. Pick one of them. It's the same exact outfit, same fucking haircut, same pearls around her neck, and she's got the little white gloves and shit. Yeah, she's 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 Dollar General Audrey Hepburn. Can you guess which character from this episode was uh, the voice of Robbie from Uncle Simon? Couldn't be the last guy we see. It is a character, though. It is a character? It's a character in the episode that is the voice of Robbie from Uncle Simon. Yeah, isn't it the last guy we see? I think so, yes. Okay. I, I, I heard his voice, and I went, hot chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> let's go get some hot chocolate. So they mentioned hot chocolate in the last episode, and when? Let's go get some hot chocolate for my it's pregnant wife or daughter. What, what is it with season five and hot chocolate? Is that like the, is that the, the shit that ties everything together in this universe? This is the hot chocolate universe? What's with season five and being unwatchable? Ed, Ed Wynn is the most adorable of adorable. Great. He is adorable. The episode is fucking terrible. Yeah. You, you don't get to talk about that episode, though. You can come back for a redux. <laughs> I'll sit that one out. He's fire for that episode. <sighs> Frank, why does season five suck so bad? It's terrible. Adam and I were talking while you're thinking. Collect your thoughts on season five. I'll tell you something. We were just talking on the last episode. I said I've never watched them in order of the seasons. Like, you know, season episode one, two, three, four. Season two, one, two, three, four. I went, you know, you bought the, like back in the day, you bought the Blu-rays and you just watched the disc and it had random episodes. And now I realize why they had it that way. Because season five is fucking atrocious. There's been four good episodes out of 13 now. You know, like, I had a videotape, had five or six episodes on it, not in order. Yeah, nope. they shouldn't be in order. They need to sprinkle in season five like a, like a fucking turd, like, ah, so you don't notice <laughs> it being <laughs> peppered over your sandwich while you're eating it. And it's not like we're looking for, like, some deep physical, you know, psychological, you know, uh, think piece. It's just, we just want to be mildly entertained. We want... To have anything su- either surprise us or make us emote anything at all. Ring a ding. I feel dead from this season. <laughs> I feel like I don't like the Twilight Zone, and I hate that feeling. It just reminds you, like, it's such a great show. It's the greatest TV show of all time. It was, but not always. We just forget those moments. We overlook them. It's true. The I'm starting to realize they had a good idea on Twitter Pwn where they just went out of order and just did whatever. Like how we're doing on uh, Tales from the Crypt. That's why I did it that way, in case it's like this. Oh, um, Frank, we, we will tell you this. We've decided that season five is like a bunch of guys sitting around getting high, clam baking it, and they're like, bro, you know what would be really cool, Twilight Zone? What? Like a, a grandfather 
with a yeah. grandfather clock. Get it? Oh, that's the same oh. word. That's the same word, man. <laughs> or or ring. Dave's not here because she has a ring. Get it? Get it, dude? Hold on, go back, rewind. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm rewinding, Adam. <laughs> I rewound. So you say grandfather and grandfather at the same time. So we have a literally grandfather a grandfather and a, a clock. Grandfather clock. So does a clock have little clock babies? Is that what's gonna happen? This season sucks. This so season the, sucks all those so stoners bad. that you've known over the years that do that, this season is comprised of those actual stories. <laughs> It should start off that way, like a Law and Order episode, like in the case dun, of stoners. Dun, there, are, there are bongs and there are stoners. Dun, These dun, are their dun, stories. Dun, dun. Oh, they're going to keep going. Bong, bong. Dun, dun. I did that Get already. It. Bong, Yo. bong. <laughs> bong, you hear that? Hold on. You hear that? No. Nope. Nothing. No audio, senor. So, uh, the ring called her home. Some dude. That will get our stream taken down. <laughs> so a tableau of reality never replied to me from today. I don't blame him because last week I forgot. <laughs> oh, I feel so ashamed. He doesn't know his mic is muted. Frank, you can't play music on the show, bro. No, we're live on YouTube. No, you no can, music. You can't do that on YouTube. Yeah, you can do that on a on a podcast, but not here. Yeah. Nope, he's still playing. He's it. playing okay. three seconds Go. at a time. Not even three, Go half. Ahead. So uh, since Frank's muted, the uh, ring-a-ding girl shows up at her sister's house, gets shit from her sister. You're still muted, Frank. And um, Bud is there. Her 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 son's name is Bud, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's her son's totally named Bud. It's oh like, my god. It reminds me of weed. Then again, everything that does. Great. I couldn't stop thinking of Home Alone. Yeah. From who? Huh? Whose name is Bud? What do you mean? Why were you thinking of Home Alone? Because his brother's name is Bud. No. Buzz. Yeah, it's Buzz. <laughs> Frank's oh been, my God, Frank's been, Frank's been totally smoking the Buzz. I mean, Bud, he's been he's been hitting that heavy shit, dude. That no. that, that dank shit. You know when when I smoked two weeks ago, I was on time. Two weeks ago. All right. All right. No, don't go back to smoking because you fucking pass out on me during the show. <laughs> Can't deal with that again. No, but um, yes. Yeah, I I, I want I just I just want to kill my doctor. Moving on. Okay, let's kill a doctor and then we'll be back for our show. Do 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 do. I'm back. So, uh, oh my god, there's so much blood. There was so much blood. It's like it's like ketchup red too. Oh like, yeah, what the Italians hell is that? do this? Or? Oh god, it was like marinara sauce. Yeah. I swear, they just throw things at the wall and see if they stick. I swear. Speaking yeah, of which, let let's just try the third fucking medication. And see. Spe- speaking of which, when you check out uh, Troll Two on my channel this week, 
shit sticking against the wall, that whole movie is about that. It's a wonderful uh, anomaly of badness. Speaking of shit sticking against the wall, season five of the Twilight Zone is not very good. And Episode they just threw it out, whatever. God damn. The fucking season sucks. Dude. Let's get back the, on track. Yes. Next. Uh, uh, like, there's, there are good episodes in this season. I swear it. There's nine good episodes. I just counted. And we've seen what two, two or three of them. We've seen four or five. Oof, oof. Is the encounter? I hope in in your in, in your nine. Yeah, encounter's fine. But let's let's see. We had um, uh, ooh, barely almost spilled my wine. We had uh, this is episode thirteen. We had nightmare twenty thousand feet. Steel was okay. I'll say it's good enough. Just the it wasn't boring. I like, I like steel a lot. Um, we had in praise of Pip. We had what the fuck else did we have this season, guys? Uh, Twenty thousand. I said that. Oh, Living Doll, which is good. There's four. And then we have doll. the Long Morrow. We have ooh, good occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge, which isn't even a Twilight Zone episode. We have the masks, I'm, I'm which eh. I liked it. Yeah, I've Jeopardy seen Room. It so many times though. Encounter, mm. and that's it. Nine. The inc- and I think the encounter is the best one out of all of them. We'll find out when we get there. Um, I don't. I don't remember a whole lot of how that goes down. So I'm yeah, I, I, I think I've told this guy before. I don't really remember the episodes by what they're called. I just remember them when I see them. I'm like, oh, here's the one where that does this thing and this happens. I, I'm not good at remembering titles. The encounter is uh, Solo's uh, first uh, TV appearance. It, it's it's easier to remember when a season is like ten or thirteen episodes long. A title uh, when it's like twenty some episodes long, I never paid any attention to what the name of the episode was. Well, when it's I an anthology, the names of the episodes different. of my favorites, though I, those I do know. When it's an anthology, it's different. I, I know most of the titles. I might hesitate on them, but if you told me the episode title, I'd go okay. If it's one we've done already. Like I'll say right now, Beauty in the Eye of the Beholder, probably my favorite episode. It's just called Eye of the Beholder, Adam. Okay, Eye of the Beholder, see? But I remembered Beauty in the Eye of the Beholder. And it's fucking boring. Yeah. Whatever. It is vastly overrated. Oh, whatever. Go watch it again. Go watch it again. Scared? I did. I saw it uh, last last Christmas when when they had the Twilight Zone Marathon. And that one terrified me as a kid. And then when I watched it when I was older, I'm like, I realized there's extra layers to it that I didn't notice before. So it's okay. What, Sorry what, to disappoint you. I like that one. Advantages. <laughs> oh, did you get it? Oh. Now nah, the whole, uh, the whole. Like, There's like total- bandages. And- the totalitarian society and shit that I didn't notice when I was. Yes, a kid. that part's interesting, but it cuts when they get to that. Right. And that's why I said when I did the review of that, I want to watch that episode, not the one we watched. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. Exactly how I feel about that, though. I was like kind of bored during the actual episode, but I was like, "Oh, pig people, pig Hitler, let's watch that." But I, but I have seen that one recently, and I, I still like it. It's not bad. I don't, I don't think you should feel bad for it's, liking it's, it's it. It's like a shorter version of They Live. You know, it's similar to that. It's just, know? it's just, how far can they stretch a thin little premise, and then, oh my god, I get interesting. Oh, credits. You're like, oh, well, I want to watch that. All, all, to be fair, all Twilight Zones are a thin. To be fair. It just depends on how well you can execute it. Season five, they get so lazy, they just flat out tell you the premise. Oh, here's the rest of the episode. You can walk away and, and go, 
have a snack and come back, you already know how it ends. Oh, I did. Rod Sterling oh, I did. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know? This episode was so on, like. I had a snack during every I'm episode. Not even trying for a twist anymore? No. no, no, they just flat out tell it to you. Like, like Rod Sterling's like, "Well, here's what this is about." Well, gee, thanks, guy. Now I have nothing to look for in this. I told you it's a first draft at best, and he was like, "Write a second draft," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's throw it on the air." Stoners writing shit on a napkin and just filming it. Here you isn't, go. Isn't this Earl Hammy? Yeah. Yeah. So that explains why it sucks. Doesn't explain why it's it's better than the last episode, though. I like this better than 90 Years of Slumbering. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Yep. I, I like Dead Wind. I'm sorry. I, I like I liked the last episode just because of Dead Wind. But I, I I think you did explain what's going on. She's 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 fucking dead. Nobody else realized, even though everybody Whoa. can see her. You you explained that, didn't you? Kind of, but let's get there. <laughs> okay, yeah, get there. Yeah. Well, it's it's really simple. So I'll do my Ed Wynn voice the whole time. So it's really simple. Uh, she talks to the doctor. Uh, she basically wants to postpone the, the picnic where you could drown. And she wants to postpone it. And she talks to some people and um, tries to get it postponed. She talks to a doctor. And she, she, she faked fainting after looking in a ring, seeing some dude. And is like, I called you over here on purpose, doctor. I want you to cancel the spring fling. She might as well say that. Fucking picnic. Summer mm-hmm. festival picnic. And then he's like, I'm not doing that, bitch. Bye. And then he, she goes upstairs, runs up there. And then he's like, here's some medication, family. I'll give it to you. Whoever the fuck wants to cash this thing in. And then she gives it to Bud to go bring to the pharmacy. Bunny goes with the with Bud and uh, teaches him about manhood, which I probably saw in the, in the convertible. And then she uh, tricks him into going to talk to some people. In which we get to leave the fucking house for once out of two episodes in the same fucking set. We've been watching the same set for two solid episodes. We finally got out of it. So they go outside. They should split them up a little bit. God, right? They they go outside. She talks to some guy. And then she talks to the TV studio and does an interview where she's like, I'm going to be doing my one-man show, my one-woman show. Remember that? And he's like, not really. And she's like, we're going to be doing that, though, tonight at 7 p.m. at the auditorium. And with her annoying personality, I can only imagine how god-awful that one-person show actually is. I'm pretty sure Frank will be sitting there watching her, but uh, I don't know. It's, what there, does she do, just sing songs or tell stories? or? Is there any tell, good one-person show? Tell everybody how great she is? or Because that was my problem, is I did not like this character. I don't care how hot she was or how hot Frank thinks she was. She was fucking annoying. What Adam's referring um, to, Frank, real quick, right. sorry, is I, I said you would fuck her. I mean, I'd give her the pickle, but... There we go. <laughs> I said she rate fairly high on your uh, Twilight Zone bangability scale or whatever. No, she doesn't at all. Good, because Julie Newmar is still number one. I hate, I hate short hair. Hate it. God damn, Julie Newmar. I can't stop thinking about her. I don't have nothing against short hair. I just don't like annoying people. And this girl was like super, was like, was like the super annoying, obnoxious Hollywood type. Like the one that just lives to go to cocktail parties. Yeah. You're, you're a consolidator, not a builder. Uh, I don't know what that means. 
Don't the ending scene with Julie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she she talks to the news studio, says she's going to set up a one-woman show if everyone wants to go to that instead of the picnic, which she might drown at. And then she comes home, but her sister's on the phone like, yeah, I see it on there. Why is she doing that? I don't want to go to that. I'm a, what is she, what is her sister even doing? She's like a judge in the food contest or something. Who fucking cares? Do you matter? And then she disappears. Well, she comes home and uh, she, uh, (laughs) I don't know where to start. uh, She's talking to her sister and she's like, why are you doing this? You're crazy. You need the rest. You just need the rest. And she's like, uh, ring a ding. It's like looking at ring again. Ring a ding. Ring a ding when she sees their buds convertible. Brought to you by Apple Mood Rings. God, that fucking thing looks so cheap. (laughs) But she's talking to her sister, and she's like, "Why are you making this? Why are you getting people to go to this uh, one woman show? Nobody gives a single shit, not a solitary shit about your one woman show." And she's like, "Please." And she goes to leave the room, and she's like, "We'll be there." I'm like, "God damn!" Feels like a sitcom. Please come to my show. I'll suck your grandfather clock. (laughs) I'll suck it clean. I'll wind that thing twice a day. I'll suck it till you're out of time, baby. I forgot to wind my clock. I'll wind it for you, Frank. I'll wind that clock. Wind it real good. I'll polish that clock, too. Missy winded it for me. Oh, your wife. Great. She opened the door and she's like, really? Again? What is it with this thing? I looked up and I'm like, oh, no. It just goes bong, bong, bong. Biting her clock. She's used the phrase, I hope our child doesn't grow up with your problems (laughs) three times in the last week. (laughs) Well, if you're the dad. You, you get how this train Let me tell what you tracks about the birds and the bees and, and the, the flowers and the trees. trees. So it's a track. And if you're uh, leading that train down, down the dark territory, Casey fucking Ryback can't even save that kid. You're, it's going to have your problems. <laughs> that was a deep cut right there. I'm sorry for the kid already. <laughs> I wanted to do more... Uh, more uh, Under Siege 2 references than I wanted to insult you. I don't really think your kid is fucked. <laughs> I just wanted to do Under 2's. I picked up on it right away. Right. Uh, yeah, he, is, dude. he really is. <laughs> so, uh... Steven Seagull. Fucking earthquake in midair. Michigan. <laughs> Steven Seagull is still alive. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh... There is no God. No. No, <laughs> He still has him movies and Wesley Snipes. Out. It's like Battle of the Directed Video Releases. Uh, Danny Glover smoking weed when he's alive. Okay, why should I try to be healthy when Seagull is still alive? I have to confess, I watched the Badass Saga. I think there's like five of them, and it's that Danny Glover, Danny, Danny Trejo. Trejo. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I have no regrets. I enjoyed those movies. They're fucking terrible, but I enjoyed them. God damn it. 
If if you need a Mexican in your movie, dude, just you just, know who to call. Old guys pretending to be in an action movie, going directed to video, no fucks given. Let's shoot the shit. Keep going. Yeah. I bet you I could get Danny Trio to show up behind me one of these episodes. I bet you could. And just walk in and be like, or he did like, he's doing it, uh, lawyer commercials now. Yeah. The guy has no limits, man. I love the guy to death. I he, do. He he's, said he's, he will do any awesome. movie to help out, like, Student filmmakers. He has proves. a very big heart. Yeah, he has a very huge heart. He seems like a sweet H- fucking guy in real life. He's a stand. He's a stand-up guy. And, this uh, bar is for bikers and truckers only. That's, that's if, his... if they make another machete movie, I'll be the only asshole in the theaters watching it. I don't even care. Welcome to the titty twister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny Trejo, please be on our show. Yeah. It's even more pointless if he just shows up behind me and doesn't say a word. <laughs> so it's just just walks up to the microphone, just starts talking about whatever the no, fuck he wants. Not to even talk microphone, about. just like to the door, and that's it. Just just kind of stands there. Guest guest star, and nobody believes me. Guess I can just say it right now. Hold on, let's do it. Oh my god, guest star Danny Trejo's behind me. No shirt though. He has it, to have. And now the whole episode will be about Danny Trejo, kind of like a Twilight Zone episode where we just have a guest star and we kind of write some bullshit around the character. I guarantee you, I could book Danny Trejo for this show. Yeah, I guarantee that I can do it. That's what I'm saying. It's not hard. Challenge accepted, sir. All right. Challenge accepted. Let's find I've a good had, episode for him. Let's I've do a uh, people on on my show before. Yeah, let's let, let's not make us make him sit through the the Audrey Hepburn knockoff episode. Let's get him on one of the better ones. The Encounter, I love it. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen a couple <laughs> episodes of Twilight. He's probably even come up with better concepts than this bullshit. I can't believe he hasn't been in one. Yeah, not yeah, yet. June twenty fifth. There is time, yeah. We broke in the last episode. I went on the CBS All Access page and IMDb, season two, June 25th. He isn't one? No, not him, but Twilight Zone's coming back. You have have a time. It'll happen. They officially announced the release date for Twilight Zone season two, June 25th. He will be. What what was that episode called again? Oh, The Gift. We should show him. Oh, God. He's like, it's nothing like this. No, not at all. Yeah, but it would. But him as a uh, of Latin descent would would find it quite uh, quite stereotypically. Uh, uh, I don't know, racist. So Phoenix, you remember that movie where this kid dodges a plane crash and then he winds up in a multiverse and then he has to Johnny Darko. Uh, yeah, that was a good. That was a good movie. Yeah, love that movie. Yeah. That was better than this. I Do you remember a different Twilight Zone called The Hitchhiker, Frank? <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it was That's great. very similar to this. That, yeah, like, I literally said, wow, he, Hammy Jr. just redid The Hitchhiker, but. Do you remember the last episode of The Twilight Zone called 90 Years Without Slumbering that was also done as uh, uh, a different episode called, uh. What the fuck? I wrote it down before. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, where he doesn't uh, want to that, sleep. Oh yeah, that 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 was that was one of my favorite episodes from season one. Yeah. Point is, when you're recycling your own farts and not doing a very good job of it. So we're time to today we're two for two on recycled farts. 
almost three for these two episodes have both. It's this is like almost the third time they've been done. In the and we have Caesar and Me coming up, a, a remake of The Dummy. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, yep. Yep. I don't like The Dummy. The, the Dummy's great. Dummy. That's mm. dummy, dude. They couldn't even dummy. buy a different ventriloquist dummy. It's the same dummy. Yeah. That was the only one that Twilight Zone could afford because I think those all have to have like a different face or some shit like that. So otherwise, they'll get sued by the the Howie Duty Howdy Duty Society or some bullshit. I don't know. I'm making shit up. I don't know. You'll also recognize the robot in 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 the uh, Whipples that's coming up soon. <laughs> He's been around. Oh, oh no! Directly behind you. It's Robbie, oh. isn't it? Uh, yep. he, was the, he was the only like go-to he, robot at the time that had his own agent, right? He's right behind your shoulder there. Um, Robbie oh, and uh, uh, what, what's his face uh, from um, uh, who was the big kid? The what? Welcome to Altair Four, gentlemen. I am to transport you to the residence. No more. No more. We're good. That, that, yeah, that, that, that's not Whipple. No. For your Don't convenience, you. I am monitored to respond to the name Robert. Robert, please, please get an, an XLR mic. Shut up, Bob. Nobody <laughs> asked you, bitch. Fucking Robbie. So, I hate this Ring woman and this episode. That's my next note. <laughs> oh, Ring God. this. She gets her family to go to the show. It starts raining outside, like hardcore, and then some ring. The ring shows her, her and her assistant and some other dude in a plane, talking, and then she's like, "Goodbye" to her sister, and then the bud is like, "Oh my god, there's fire and ambulance driving by! Holy shit, that's crazy!" And then uh, the news comes on, and then there's a phone call, and Bunny goes outside and is like, "Ah," and fades away to nothing, which is. Too early. She should have uh-huh. faded away after the reveal, right? Because it just yeah. gives it away before it happens. It should have been the phone call. It should have been the phone call that was the twist, not her disappearing. Yes, it ruined it. They fucked up the timing of it. But That's it's the only it scene I liked in the whole episode. That's it. So what, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. So what you liked was the scene that they fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> it's 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 the only scene that kind of like worked. It's the scene that could have been good if it was fixed. That's saying something, folks. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I was it's a great scene. I'm saying I liked it more than anything in 90 Years Without Slumbering. There's nothing I liked in that episode. The only thing I liked about this episode was the fact that Rod Serling didn't tell us what it was about before we watched it. I at least appreciated that. That's it though. If I had the the hot chicks of Twilight Zone do like a horse race, this one would be this one. This chick would be coming up the rear, way behind everyone else. I'd be Just coming up her rear. rear. <laughs> you guys, oh, cool with that. Yeah. If I had to score this one, uh, I'm giving it the you same score it. as the last one. This is this is this many. It's a three. I give this a six. Oof. I might go I'd five. Go one. A big one. Really? Right around the ring finger. No. Okay. I just wanted to give it a second. 
It's uh, it's kind of middle I, of the road for a, me. I, yeah, I give it a five and a half. I probably give it a five. Now I think about it, it's uh it's okay for some it's, parts, but it's no fugitive. All right, you know what? I'll go up one score just because they didn't give it away. So I'll give it a four. That's as high as I can give this fucker. I gave so the last episode a four. a four. Last one was a three. Yeah, I'll stick with that. This is a better episode of the Twilight Zone than the last one. Simply, Edwin aside, I don't I don't rate it episode based on who's in it. If we did that for 2019 Twilight Zone, every episode would be great because I like everyone in it. But the last episode of Edwin, just have Idris Elba in it. but yeah. there's no fucking story. There's a guy talking to a fucking clock, singing a song to it. Who gives a shit? And it, the ending, it doesn't even matter. They just go, oh, never mind that whole previous 20 minutes. This episode went had some what? sort of mystique to it. The ring was stupid. The ring part was fucking dumb. It doesn't fit with anything else going on in there. As you were like joining, Frank, away shit. Yeah. I was saying, ignore the ring, and this episode works. The ring part being added makes no sense. I don't know why it's a ring, because it didn't matter in the end. It could have just been... Because if you... What's, what's remove everything involving the ring in this episode? She shows up at her sister's house. She has these premonitions just in her head. And then she does this. She goes on the news, try to get people there, saves all the lives of the people at the park because the plane crashes into the park is what happens. And that's how the episode ends. Sister wasn't really there. She was a, like a phantom, whatever, whatever, projection. So what the fuck does a ring have to do with it? Nothing. The ring is foreshadowing. The ring. That's it. I don't know what the fuck the ring was for. It made no impact on the story. It made no difference in the twist. The twist was solid, but we saw it in the Hitchhiker seasons before. In a much more in a much better episode. Oh yeah. So and, and literally that entire episode was her in a car. Or at the uh, at the the postcard station. Remember that that we took the poster from. We you, you had those oh, sweet tits. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, dude, I had great tits. I, yep, yep. Go check that out, Adam. He has some sweet tits in that poster. Dude, they they are perky and they are uh, at attention. They are <laughs> something. I don't remember what I was. I just remember Frank had some sweet tits with some Vaseline on them. Fuck yeah! Some oiled up titties. It was it. Fuck, fuck this episode. It's not good. I'm not saying it's good. I just say I like it a little bit better than the last episode. I think you got you got a point though. I think this is where the hippies are taking over, and these are just like hippie episodes. People hitting the, the junk really hard and coming up with the dumbest fucking shit and going with the first draft because they're so stoned that they think they're clever. It feels like a reimagining of two episodes. Yeah, uh, sixteen millimeter wow. shrine. And Recycled the Hitchhiker. Farts. How did this episode get a 7.9? I don't know. I That's don't. Bullshit. I can't fathom why. He doesn't deserve it. I think if it... This is why I have to bitch and also why I have to set out my little disclaimer. Why I say the Twilight Zone isn't as great as everyone thinks it is as a whole. The single... Yeah. Like the individual episodes, like 50 episodes, are fucking great. And you should really latch onto those and keep those in your mind. But the rest of the 106 episodes that exist aren't that great. And that's fine. It's bound to happen. But also, you, when, they, when they play the Twilight Zone on those like New Year's Eve marathons, they usually show them out of order. 
They show the best episodes first, so that by the time you go to bed or pass out from all the drinking yeah. that you've done or whatever, you don't realize that shit's on. Or you start watching it and you pass out and you dream of a better episode. Because because sometimes when you guys you ever do that, you like watch a TV or movie and you kind of finish it in your brain after you pass out, like like the the show ends a certain way. And usually your version's better than the one that you actually watched. It's never yeah. happened to me. Well, I did it with Don Darko. <laughs> Ironically. Really? Yeah. That's 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 probably a, a whole episode by itself. I would it like was, to hear the rest of that story. Oh, I wrote a short you, story about it. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Can, can you read it now? No. I don't have an army. It's somewhere. It's, well let, let, let's savor that for another time. What I will read is Mark Scott Zickery's desperate attempt to like this episode. Oof. Is he defending it really? Um, I can't imagine. I didn't even read it in the last episode. Shit, I'm still in nine years out slumbering. Um, yeah, you second. never did find that one. I just found it right now. Oh, you still have <laughs> yeah. Did you just open right up to it? Yeah. He was looking for it. I was like stalling while he was looking for it. Found it right away. You old bitter old fuck. Oh, God. Oh. I looked for it for so long. What are we looking for now? Um, ring ding girl. It's, it's almost like it. Oh, bro! It's like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Right? You were looking for a chapter in a book, and then it great. I ignore it. Holy shit! And then it like showed up an episode later. Whoa! Okay, here we go. Ring and ding, girl. <clears throat> Prepare to leave. Oh, I'm sorry. Preparing to leave on a flight to a movie location in Rome. Bunny, the ring and ding girl, receives a present from her hometown from her hometown fan club. It is the latest addition to her ring collection, but this ring is unique. In its gem, Bunny can see the faces of people she knew back in Howardville, uh, telling her she's needed there. Dropping in on the home of her sister, Hildy, Bunny discovers it's... I like to read it as like it's a, a rom-com. Bunny discovers... Like shut Dr. the Seuss fuck up, Adam. All the hows in Howardville. Bunny discovers it's the day of the annual Founders Day picnic. Seemingly on a whim, she asks Dr. Floyd, a chairman... Dr. Pink Floyd, a chairman of the Founders Day Committee, to postpone a picnic for the day. He refuses. So she then goes on TV to announce she will be performing her one-woman show in the school auditorium today only. The people of Howerville must choose between going to the picnic or seeing her. Hildy can't understand Bunny's actions, seeing them as merely the selfish acts of a spoiled Hollywood star. Just prior to her performance, though, Bunny disappears. All becomes clear. A jetliner bound for Los Angeles to New York has crashed on the picnic grounds. Thanks. Why the fuck are they overshooting the runway that far? Thanks to Bunny, most of the people dying in Howardsville are safe in the auditorium. But Bunny herself is dead. She was a passenger on the plane! I was going to say, like, is Howardville like... That's it. That's his entire follow-up. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You 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 read the follow up. My bad. This yeah. is it. This so is... he overshot the runway, guys, because the pilots were up front clam baking it right in their own episode of the Twilight Zone, and they got too high to pay attention to their instruments. And whoa! I didn't. I didn't know Howardsville was in Westchester because that's about the only way that her plane is crashing into it from Los Angeles to New York. That's it. Earl Hamner, this is all he had to say. This is all Zickery had to say about this episode. It's it's a parag- half a paragraph. Can I read it? Can I read it? You can barely read. I know. Fine. 
No, no, no. I don't want to take this away from you. Go ahead. If you want to read it, go right ahead. Just yeah, yeah. actually read the words that are there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Earl Hammy. See, you already good. you already went off script. Good God, man. <laughs> all right, go. Okay, I, put, right. I put my book away. Earl. Okay. <laughs> Earl Hammy Jr. Oh God, dude. Yeah, you you read one name and you're out of breath. What the fuck is wrong with you? Adam shutting up his mic. <laughs> Do you want me to go or are you good? No, no, I got it, I got it. Earl, Earl Hamner Jr. Earl Hamner Jr.'s final four Twilight Zone episodes <laughs> came nowhere near the drama or poetry of Jezebel, which I can't believe he... Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe he is basing. Je- oh, oh yeah, I'm one of the worst episodes of the Twilight Zone. I loved it. Terrible. His, his precious contribution. <laughs> He's calling Jezebel Errol Hammy Jr.'s precious contribution to the Twilight Zone is Jezebel. The Hunt is his precious contribution. That's it. I would say black leather jackets, but okay. Adam, hold on. Take him off big screen. What did I say? (laughs) I'm looking forward to. Frank describing to me how Black Leather Jackets is a good episode. That's great. And I'm looking forward to it. You better not be fucking late for that episode. Dude. (laughs) Do me a favor. Do not be late for that episode. I will not be taking my meds for that episode because I'm done taking those meds, dude. They don't work. That's not what I want to hear. I want you to tell me you will be on time for black leather jackets. Say those words. I will, I will, I will be on time for black leather jackets. This is weird. <laughs> That's Jesus Christ. I just looked up. There's looked a up. Oh, don't put yourself on. Yeah, I know. That's like the Brady Bunch. God damn. I am ugly. Up front. I need. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, that's better. I'm not as ugly anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Ring-a-Ding Girl is much like the stone in the ring Bunny Blake received. Interesting, but no gem. Half a paragraph. <laughs> is that it? That's it. That's all that's you had to say it. about this episode. That's that's what uh, Mark. Why you know, he did he write? He had more to say about it than we did. This is why I, ha- I say I have issues with Zickery. Why did he write a book if that's all he had to say about the episode is this much? The rest is a synopsis, Rod's intro, Rod's outro, synopsis. Why write a book? I would write pages. You can a book and make money. I wrote 12 pages on 38 seconds of face-off. Why the fuck can't he commit to it more for an episode? You write a book and then you had an excuse to go on Letterman and sell the book to people. Or radio shows, or what the fuck ever they do nowadays. Oh, well, this Where is back in like Johnny Carson days when he wrote yeah. this. Wrote a book is a big deal. Nowadays, you write a book and people look at you like, so what's, what's so you book? publish it? What's what do you have hard copies of it too? You nerd. Yeah. You wrote an online article. Great. No a book. Oh, you, you you got a blog. So Phoenix. I have a MySpace. What's your point? Phoenix's book was so much better than Mark Zickery's book. I'm sorry because it had content. 
This Zachary's book, I don't, I don't understand it. It's, I like having it, and I like checking up on every episode we do. It's just I don't like the fact that he he did it in chronological order as far as when they recorded the episodes. Because I don't give a shit when they recorded them. You have the dates in there anyway, so why go in that order? Go in release order, episode one, episode two, episode three, right? That's how people keep track of things, especially when you have uh, seasons that are like 20-plus episodes long. Let's not make it confusing or anything, Zickery. Yeah, because it took me forever until the next episode to find the last episode. I looked for so long. Just ask Adam. It took me forever. In fact, eventually I went, fuck it, move it on. <laughs> and I never read anything for 90 years out slumbering. In fact, let me do it now if I can find it. God damn. <laughs> you lose it again. It really is a Twilight Zone episode. Like, dude, what if you were like looking for a chapter in a no. book and it disappeared you, and then it came back? Up to it. Hold Let's on, I found it. I found it. I opened up to He wrote Jezebel. a lot. I just opened up the Jezebel by by <laughs> mistake, but just 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 by sheer chance, I opened up the Jezebel. Look how long he wrote about ninety years of slumbering. This page, this page. I'm not done. This whole page with a script. Oh bullshit! This page. God damn it! <laughs> okay. Is he like explaining why these things are supposed to be important? Fuck okay, off. so I'll just read his part. No, that's not how. That's not what he does. He doesn't do that. Let me read what he said. Because this episode is more of a history because of what happened to George Clinton Johnson. That's why. I already brought it up on the last show. But let's hear what Zickery has to say. Well, Burt Granite was still producer. George Clinton Johnson submitted uh, a title entitled The Grandfather Clock. He was given the go-ahead and enlarged it to a full teleplay with the title Tick of Time. In the the sensitively written original, Johnson once again returned to the themes of old age and fear of death. An old man who lives in his uh, pregnant grandfather, granddaughter, and uh, sorry, the page is moving. Um, uh, like, uh, and her I husband believes he will die if the grandfather clock ever stops. I'm ignoring you. Presumed by the young people to get rid of the clock, the old man gives it to an antique dealer. But later he changes his mind and tries to struggle the huge clock. It really says that. That doesn't make any sense. Home in a child's wagon with the assistance of a neighborhood boy. It sounds like static, doesn't it, Frank? Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Like, it sounds very, exactly like Static. A different static fucking episode. And, yeah. Static is fucking terrible. One of the worst episodes. Um, in an exhausting oh. and hazardous ordeal, made doubtly so by the knowledge that a grandfather clock in order to keep uh, blah, 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 blah. By the time the script was done, I'm skipping paragraphs, uh, William Frug had taken over. Serling told Frug of the script, and Frug, Frug recalls, ask, quote, asked me to meet with Johnson, and politely as possible, tell him why we're not going to use it. Johnson was paid and Richard DeRoy hired to revamp the script. Sadly, sadly, little was gained and much was lost. In the finished episode, Nine Years Without Slumbering, both the family situation and the central obsession remain the same. Although he is sent, sent to a psychiatrist, Sam Force, Forceman remains unshakable and his com- conviction and morality is inextricable, intertwined with, the, with that of his clock. Back home in his bed, he is resigned to the fact that he will die momentarily when the clock stops. It's better this way, he says. It has come to, it has come sometime, and I want to come, and I want it to come for me here. You don't want to come in my grandfather clock. Then something extremely peculiar happens. Sam's spirit leaves his body and begins to re- beckon him to depart. And there's a fucking script. And I'm not going to read the rest because fuck that. Um, see, it's like the whole fucking script, man. 
terrible episode. Ed Wynn yeah. is great. Terrible episode. Yep. And this one was a terrible one, too. Back to back to back to back terrible episodes. Four Frank in a row. Frank has something to say. I love Ed Wynn. <laughs> Me, too. I, I was sad that, you know, the mayor from, uh, you know, Jaws didn't show back up, but, uh, you know. We talked about that earlier. Yes. You can call him that all you want. I call him the guy from uh, the guy from from Seconds with John Frankenheimer. That's all I'm going to tell him as. Mayor Larry Vaughn. I wanted Richard Dreyfuss to show up at the end. (laughs) Nice. You can call him that all you want. I don't recognize him as the guy from Jaws. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I think you ignore this problem until it swims up and bites you in the ass. Or I say the fuck out of the ocean and nothing bites me. Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> you know, that should have been Jaws, too. Seriously, it should have been Roy Scheider packing his family up, moving the fuck back to New York. That should have been Jaws, too. Jaws 2, 3, 4, 5, none of those ever should have happened. Remember in Jaws 4 when the, when the shark follows the family to the Bahamas because it wants revenge? It's even called yeah. Jaws 4, The Revenge. I have it on DVD because it's I fucking like terrible. to laugh at it. It is, it is. fucking one of the worst movies ever made, and it's laughably bad. Yeah. The shark wants I revenge. Very, I thought it was very the, the shark also growls like a tiger <laughs> I, and comes up out of the water on its fin and tries to uh, body slam the front of the boat. Yep, that happened. That, that happened. That's a real movie. I would rather watch four than one. Yep. I don't like Jaws. What? I find it boring as shit. Stay out of the fucking ocean. End of story. You don't like Jaws. I don't like the ocean. Stay out of the water. End of story. I hate the ocean. It's only an island if you look at it from the ocean. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) We're just reciting quotes. (laughs) I I just don't get the movie. I I love it to death. I know I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I know that. Mr. Mayor, I pulled a tooth out. The size of a shot glass. You don't have you don't a tooth. tooth. But, but you don't well, have a tooth. Well, I dropped it. I had an accident. I had, I had an accident. Okay. So anyway, I like this episode more than Jaws. Yeah, you'd love to prove that, wouldn't you? Find yourself up on the cover of National Geographic. <laughs> Get your name the National Geographic. Uh, I like The Fugitive more than Jaws. Think about that. If you, so you have to understand that the, 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 the... It's like ringing the dinner bell. The, the governor, Frank, the governor of Florida is Mayor Larry Vaughn. Okay. It's like, I'm proud to say that we've captured a coronavirus that supposedly injured some people. As you can see, the beaches are open. Everybody's swimming and having a good time. Florida, as you know, means friendship. All right, I'm done. I'll stop. And that's why the WWE is essential. Amity, as you know, means an entire family's been murdered. I mean, French. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we, can, we can still save August. Explain yourself, Frank. We wrote, you know, when are you showing up? Are you here? Blah, blah, blah. Here's the link. I'm. That's what Frank wrote. <laughs> I'm. I agree. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's when I pet. Uh, what time was that? 
when I when I eight thirty nine my time. Yeah, so that, a, well, almost an hour ago, fifty minutes or so. If you had yourself a nice grandfather clock, you'd know what time it was. I know what time it is. Keep that fucker wound. <laughs> uh, I hate this way, fucking episode. I hate every episode yeah. of season five for the most part. Season five is worse than season four. I didn't know that was possible, but it's fucking true. Frank, you have to admit at this point, season five is worse than four. No. I can't say Explain that. it. Explain your your th- your your reasoning for that. Uh, okay, maybe it was worse on a- on uh, by averages because there was only sixteen episodes compared to way too many in five. There but, are thirty six in five. Right, compared to sixteen and four. So there was. Two good episodes in four? No. One? I'd say one six, five or six. In four? Yeah. We did a top five. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah and you yeah. forgot one, so there's six at least. I can't right. do the math on this. These mental gymnastics are killing me. So okay. six out of okay. 16. Okay. We, okay. We've already so watched out of this. More than half. Eight, eight terrible do. episodes. I, you're going to realize at some point, season five is worse than season four. It was long. The episodes are bloated. But at the end of the day, the scripts were better. And that's a, all that really fucking matters. But season five has first draft scripts going to the screen, which is fucking terrible. It was a rest like, job for sure. Like, did Rod even read these scripts before? They- did he he like wrote them. Just shit in between Bonanza and My Three Sons, or what? What was going on? He wrote them. Okay. Yeah, but how many did he actually write in season five? He wrote this episode, part Oof. of it. Oof. Earl Earl Hammy wrote this episode. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know how much Rod. Well, I mean, Rod's got a credit for creating, so who knows? But. So the point is, he wrote episodes that we've watched that have been terrible. It makes me think he was going, teaching my class, write a Charlotte's own script, I got 35 minutes. Uh, fucking Uncle Simon. Cocktail napkin. Uncle yeah. Simon fucking yells at him. Blah, 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 here you go. And they're like, oh, no need for a second draft. It's Rod Serling. Throw it on the air. Instead of going, let's fix this, let's fix this. Yeah, let's let let's let's pre-screen it first, maybe. <laughs> I think they went. He's Rod Sterling. He knows what he's doing. We're on season five of his great show. Throw it on the air. But instead, they should have went. Yeah, Rod needs some weird work here. He's a little busy doing other shit. Not even living in the same state we are. The same. He's he's twenty five hundred miles away. Let's 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 rework the episode a little bit. You know what? Fuck it. I want to open up a steakhouse and call it Rod Sirloin. Okay, and we're gonna name every dish on the menu after an episode of Twilight Zone. You could the it's a cookbook. You could give yeah. out that every, every time. Yeah. So do you you want some ringadings with that? Yeah. The name of the restaurant. It's a cookbook. once every hour. Someone right. one of the chefs right. runs out and yells, "It's a cookbook!" And like, yeah, we know. It's a steakhouse. <laughs> oh, sorry. Enjoy your menus. 
we'll have an old guy walk out and crank a grandfather clock while singing to it every once in a while. And only like three people get the references and everybody else will be he dies. complaining about how stale the ring-a-ding girls are. As long as we have Julie Newmar there. I don't care if she's 95. I'll fuck her. I don't give a shit. I would, dude, I wouldn't even play Drunk and Hide the Pickle with her. I would just play. Here. I wouldn't even hide the pickle with her. I'd present it. Yeah. Here's the pickle, bitch. I want you to have this. And I am not drunk. <laughs> no. Here's the pickle. Please, please indulge on the pickle. Yes. Yes. Indulge please. on the pickle. It's wind style. On the pickle. Yeah. Make sure you rate my service one to five. Thanks for coming back to Rod Sirloins. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed the fugitive menu, uh, we, we stand Nambla... your receipt five times and get a get a free order of ring it in girls. If you enjoyed the fugitive menu, the Namble tables right over here. Go ahead and sign up. You can be part of the North American Association for Man Boy Association, whatever the hell it stands for. <laughs> I do. Before oh. I work, I even bought a box of ring dings for this episode. Where are they? Out in the car. Hold on. I'm going to call your bullshit. Go get them. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I've worked with Frank enough to know when he's lying. (laughs) All right, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, you can't bullshit a I, I, I knew I'd get at least one good laugh tonight. I <laughs> didn't even like, try to pretend to go somewhere. I thought you'd at least leave and be like, yeah, look. It's that's, like That's one of the best I just got caught with my pants down faces I've ever seen. Oh, it's, man. It's happened more than once. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he tries to lie a lot. I, I bow reason. to you, sir. <laughs> Oh man, that was great. So you going or did you lie? <laughs> Total lie. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wanted to, but I, I forgot. Hold on, before we go two hours, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we're at hour fifteen. Yeah, we've been fucking around. We haven't talked about this single episode in a while. We're giving it more attention than it deserves. What did you guys learn from this episode of the Twilight Zone? Earl Hammy Jr. sucks. Don't try to bullshit me with Dollar General Audrey Hepburn. I, I don't I don't buy into it. I'd say uh, your mood ring doesn't equate to a, a fascinating story. Yeah. The, the ring didn't factor in at all. That's what pisses me off the most about this episode. Yep. That and her obnoxious fucking... And from Hollywood. <laughs> Ring-a-ding. I like to take my clothes off and jump in the pool. Ha-ha. <laughs> When she yelled ring-a-ding when she saw the convertible with Bud, I got so fucking mad. That. Like, like that was like a buzzword that they were trying to invent. Ring-a-ding. 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 I'll suck your dick. Like, that's how she said it. That's her fucking nephew. Calm down, bitch. Wasn't that the only time she said it through the whole episode? Yeah, the, the ring said it at one point where one of the characters said it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to play the outro? Do you have it? If not, I can uh, cue it up. Yeah, yeah, cue it up, dude, because I don't have anything from this episode. I oh, have come on. the one before this. Yes. Bitch. So you knew shit for oh. this week, did you? <laughs> you no, can buy the damn ring of dings. I have, I, have, I have all recorded from, uh, you know, uh, the Edwin episode, you know, 90, 90 years without slumber. That was a lot of words to say no. 
We're, we're professionals, internet, YouTube, podcasts. We, we prepare for these meticulously. If I would have not passed out in my car when I got home, I would have plenty of time to record it and be here. Because I, yeah, I was out there. And you bought the ring-a-dings. Here we go. Ready? Three hours. Three hours I was out there for three fucking hours. Are being withheld pending identification. We are all travelers. The trip starts in a place called birth and ends in that lonely town called death. And that's the end of the journey. And unless you happen to exist for a few hours like Bunny Blake in the misty regions of the Twilight Zone. You can't hear that and say Rod was involved with this season. He is so fucking checked out. Yeah. They were misty because everybody's crying because of how bad this has been. Why? <laughs> Before you joined, Frank, I talked about how I, th- I think the Twilight Zone ran a season and a half too long. Greatness doesn't have to be around forever. It doesn't have to it keep going. It exercised all of its best ideas too soon. It had nothing left to go on. And that's fine. It was yeah. fucking amazing for three seasons. It had some shitty episodes. That's fine. But it ran out and of steam. You've, you've made a good point end. many times about, you know, sometimes a season needs to know when to quit. Case in point, season two of The Punisher would have been much better had they cut off about four episodes. This is why Banshee is so great, because season four, its last season, was only like six episodes long. They knew when to stop. Six episodes is great. The latest season of Westworld, I don't know if it's its last, but it's only eight episodes. I haven't watched it yet, but if that's the last season, that's a good number. It's It gives me hope. It, Twilight Zone, I love the fucking show. It's amazing. It deserves its status as one of the best shows ever. But you, clearly, seasons one through three were the heyday. In season four and five, every eighth episode is good. It's the reason why it ended after five. Like, Phoenix, I can't remember doing a show with you about the Twilight Zone where we don't have anything to say because it was so good. Uh, one episode. That's it. Only well, because we were trying to be sensitive. That's it. Wait, what? The, which the, one's that? The Jewish one. The the Holocaust one. Oh no, we do. We actually squeezed a lot of jokes out of that one in the beginning. Okay, yeah, because we got it out of the way, and then we're like, "All right, let's be serious." Exactly. This and is an important there. episode. Blah blah blah. Actually, it was a really good podcast. So I thought it, it is, good. but we weren't like. <laughs> remember that fucking scene where the guy was a dude? Like, we weren't doing that. We were just we were serious. But yes, yeah, season five has been a real fucking struggle to do. That's why next week we're only doing one episode. We're also doing a, t- a Tales from the Crypt. We're getting back to that because this season is a fucking drag. We don't know if that'll be any better, but it'll still be a, a break. In, but at uh, least I don't feel like a dick it. making fun of it. Yes. And like this, this episode no. sucks, but Twilight Zone is so sacred in my mind, in people's minds, listeners' I'm glad minds. glad we're bringing that back. That we, you can't no. be like, this episode suck, it's shitty. You can't just do that. Next week gets so much worse. Yes. No. It, so it, next week's episode is one of the worst episodes if you've seen the movie The Machinist, it's the original Machinist. The Machinist is great. Well, wasn't uh, what's his face in it? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. Go watch it. 
Isn't that where he got his start? His no. Initially? Nope. He he did a. Well, he did a start in like Newsies from like or a, or even earlier was a Empire of the Sun with Spielberg, but uh, he did Batman Begins in two thousand five. Even before that, he was in the Shaft remake, the first one. How did this work? Two thousand five or two thousand four, Machinist. He was down to like ninety pounds. Two thousand five. He was up to whatever for Batman Begins, and then he's down weight again for a. He like goes back and he had forth. He lose some weight because he gained too much. Yeah. yeah, he just went back and forth. Machinist, he's like skin and bones. He bulked up too much. Robert Pattinson's like, eh, fuck all that. <laughs> and then he used the same voice in that Terminator movie. Nobody, oh. saw, nobody saw that, Frank. Nobody knows what you're talking about. No, nobody cares. That doesn't exist. That I thought doesn't exist. I thought the Terminator died after 1992. It did. It should have. Should stay that way. Because I haven't seen one it since then. Dead after 1992. Hey, T2 is great. Yes, it's it fucking is. fantastic. That's why I did not need any more. Because I, I remember having this discussion with my mother on the way home from that. Because she and I went to go see that movie because she loved first Terminator. So she took me to see the second Terminator. I think I was like maybe freshman, sophomore, high school. Having this conversation on the way home. Yeah. I hope they don't do any more of them. <laughs> Me too. I hope they don't do any more of them. Because if they do another one, it's going to make this one seem cheap and stupid and, and unravel everything. Mm-hmm. And I had that conversation in 1992 on the way home from the theater. And yeah. what have we had? Bottle pube. Five fucking episodes of mm-hmm. undoing everything the T2 did. I have. I saw three. I saw Salvation. I didn't see Genesis or Dark Fate because I was fucking down by then. Don't. They'll just piss you off. I saw the spelling of the word Genesis. I go, I'm out. Genesis. Genesis. It's like a girl that spells her name with a Y instead of an I. Size. It looks like vagina. Terminator vagina. Terminator vagina size. Yeah. They spelled Genesis how I probably would have. Terminator gynecologist. <laughs> That's true. And the girl from uh, Game of Thrones, terrible actress. She is the worst actress I've ever seen. She's terrible. In, in any any movie. I don't care how good you guys think she is in Game of Thrones, people listening. Because um, she's stoic in, in that I've, show. In every movie I've seen her in, she is the most boring, lifeless piece of wood I've ever seen do anything in a movie. Period. Most, most actors and actresses are. No, not no, most. No, just just because Lena Headey was also in yeah. fucking Game of Thrones, and she, I've seen her in a lot of stuff where she's really good. Three hundred. She has a small role. She fucking works. Uh, she was fucking great in Dread. Uh, I liked her in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I do not like. She's great in Dread as Mama. She's fucking great in that movie. Yeah, she's great in that fucking movie. She <laughs> but is seriously good. Cersei is fucking terrible. Yeah, that 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 girl is awful. Ooh. Tells her name again. No, I'm not Cersei. What? Cersei Lannister. No, I'm thinking of I, I. I said Lena's name, but what's what's uh the Queen of Dragons name? Oh, I always uh, forget her name. The one from so, Terminator the one Genesis. Genocide, Genesis. Yeah. yeah, she's her real name. She's real pretty and probably a great person, but she is a terrible name, actress. But she's a fucking terrible actress. Like everything she in is is fucking terrible. I, I hate her. I can never remember. She's so boring in movies, dude. Just so boring. She Well, she plays... She's good in Game of Thrones because she plays stoic and quiet and stern. And that's all she does. Kit Harrington's the same, where you see him in another movie, and you're like, oh, this guy's Here, famous. Amelia Clark. Okay. okay. Yeah. What was her Amelia. name in Game of Thrones, though? 
I should really remember that because Amelia was my, my grandmother's first name. I'm sorry. What? We're not making no, fun we're... of your grandmother. No, I know. It's just a coincidence. That I had a cousin that drowned, almost drowned at a picnic because there's no lifeguard on duty, Frank. Denari- Denarius? Denarius. Okay. Denarius? Okay, that's a weird Frank, fucking name. Frank, I need to hear this story. My cousin almost drowned at a picnic because there's no lifeguard on duty. I told Adam this earlier. I can hear his brain breaking. Like, I can hear the, the fibers just cracking. It's not my brain. It's my heart. Almost. Almost. She lived. So then I drowned her in a, in a public pool at the, at the same picnic years later because I wanted to finish the job because I thought God was betrayed. And if I saw Final Destination, I figured I better finish the bitch. Point is, she's dead. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody fucking saw the Sarah Chronicle Chronicles. I can't even say the fucking name. Sarah Chronicle Chronicles. Sarah Connor Chronicles. Uh, <laughs> it's not just me. Worst name ever. All right. She just called it Sarah Connor. That show was better than any of the fucking movie sequels that have ever come out. Because at least that show felt like the Terminator that I knew. Wasn't that on Sifi? It wasn't. I don't think so. No, I think that was on a regular. TNT? Like, yeah, TNT, I think. Okay. I think it was like TNT. Or yep. It didn't uh, make it past the second season because it got killed by the writer's strike. The writer's strike happened. They brought in the fucking junior Birdman to write season two, and they wrote it into a fucking hole because it was season two was awful. Season one was great. I Anyways, probably Twilight wouldn't like it. In this shit. Adam. Plugs, plugs, come on. Plugs, plugs. Okay, so you can, <laughs> you can find me at www.raidersofthelostflicks.com or uh, raiders Sorry. underscore OTLF on Twitter. Frank's face is great there. Frank? <laughs> you can find me asleep in my fucking driveway, probably. Look at your local Holiday Inn for Frank. Or that, depending on what's going on in my life. Make sure you hide the ring-a-dings. You can, you can do a real plug? Or, speaking of plugged, Holiday Inn. Holiday <laughs> Inn. Another couch ruined because we're having a kid. Your Holiday Inn days are done, man. You do I that shit at home. To, well, we had to go to a different Holiday Inn because they saw... I they saw the bed laugh. sheet after? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told Adam I'm not going to explain it to him, so I'm I'm waiting for him to figure out what's going on. Let's not tell him though. Anyway, the manager of the of the last you know holiday, and they, he saw me walk, and then he said, "Nope, no, 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 not you're banned from this one, sir." <laughs> so we had to go down the street to the next one. So I'm that's sure where people that, can find him. I'm sure there's two that want me in there. What? Oh yeah, Red Dragons Radio. Yeah, reddragonsradio.com and double L N K Z on Twitter. My dogs are still aside from the last episode. <laughs> LIWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland and Studios, Patreon.com slash Loitering Wonderland Studios. Um, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, send us whatever. Loitering Wonderland Studios at gmail.com. Send us whatever you got. I'd love to hear some people's feedback on these episodes. I'll play them on the show. Please be like Tom Elliott's fans and respond. God damn it. What is wrong with our audience? Tom Elliott's audience, they even, you know, they record themselves. For five to six minutes. 
For way too long, yes. We get people to listen to our show and we'll give us a like every once in a while. And I see the download numbers every week. There's thousands of you. Where the fuck are you people? Who the fuck are you? I've yet to be able to locate you people. Ah, YouTube's the same way. I'll get like 100 views and then five likes. Shit happens. That's different. This is weeks upon weeks upon weeks. 169 episodes, Adam. Where the fuck are these people? I love to hear something. Something. Good or bad. I'll read it on the air. I'll, I'll play it on the air. Love me. Why won't you love me? Please. Give, give, give back. I love how our watch number always goes up towards the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to end. They're going to say something stupid. Yeah. Quick. Turn in. <laughs> I agree with the Nazis. Anyway, so long, citizens. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Uh, edit that out. Um, shit. So ah, that's the end of my. I'm just saying they had a good system going for a little bit. No, I'm just gonna mute you. You know, in a war, maybe some things I went too far with, but just a tad. They're jokes, YouTube. They're just jokes. But just like maybe the night of the long. We're night. just we're just oh, desperately trying to get more views. Maybe just don't. Is it hot in here? It feels no, like it's hot in here. Don't do it. I mean, you are in Phoenix. It probably is. I just disagree with some of their whatever you're thinking about domestic aspects. No. Like everything no. else, they felt was great. I mean, no. we can't disagree with that. They had no. some great policies on. Re- like eugenics oh, yeah. and I stuff. Mean, I would say the Nazis' policies, execution, and pretty much everything they stood for was really bad. Other than that, they were they were they were pretty good. I disagree with Frank. I'm gonna go ahead and go the opposite with that. Uh, other than that, they were pretty bad. He's alive, folks. The Twilight Zone told us that. Oh fuck yeah! Whoa. He's alive and and I bow. Ooh. I'll raise a I'll raise a hand right out forward from my chest to him. <laughs> Hand extended. What, what do you mean? I don't get it. I believe some some races how, how's it are the master you, race, and it's it. a yeah. I mean, I just love looking at Adam's face. <laughs> Z, Z. Oh. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Adam? No, I'm third Mike. Fuck you guys. He goes next. <laughs> he did. I, I learned. He All did. Right? I don't go next. He whispered out his name while, di- while yeah, agreeing yeah. with Hitler's policies. Yeah, yeah, I saying, if you're a Nazi, Frank. say? Frank Links. There we go. If you're a Nazi, yeah, say? Adam Wilcox. There this we go. Is no longer my, my channel. Got your both. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this. The opinions described on LAW The Twilight Zone Review did not reflect Adam's channel or his lost flicks. There we go. How about that? We good? How Adam? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We're still recording the podcast, by the way. That was really cool.
What was that? That was cool. Oh, great graphic. I can do all kinds of those, but this is not my show, so I don't. If I put anything else up other than that, it's going to have to be Phoenix's or yours idea. And thus endeth my YouTube channel. <laughs> that was a really cool graphic. I liked it. It was just muting it. It happens naturally, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So, uh, you guys want to go to the rally or no? I don't know why you're debating so much. He has to really think about it. Hold on. He has a Mountain Dew. He's clearly a white supremacist. Adam, (laughs) what do you you think? I think we need to go back to watching other shows. Okay. We're still recording the podcast, by the way. Yeah, we are. We're still live. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. I didn't end it yet. No, you did. Way off topic? I'm on the live. It's clearly ended. Way off topic. Are we we done for real? I'm still recording on my end, but yeah, let's be done. Um, We do not really support Hitler. I'll say that on our show, while Adam's show was left in a weird cliffhanger. (laughs) 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 Dude, I can't believe you said that. I was like... There's nobody in history that would listen to that and go, that guy supports Hitler. Nobody would think that. (laughs) Can't wait to see the comment section on this one. Anyway. I thought it was great until until the main host said he supports Hitler. I thought it was great until you guys were hesitant. Yeah, this, this camera is weird. When you do the three thing, yeah, yeah. I do it just to annoy you now. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, let's end the podcast here. Yes. I love you. So long, citizens. Any last words you want to say? Any horrible words? Because I brought up Hitler already. You get to ruin my show now. On to medication number four. Back to another shitty show, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yeah. So we'll be back next time for You Drive, an episode that tells us that we should make our own Twilight Zone episodes because they don't give a shit. You know what would make a really good Twilight Zone, dude? If we didn't do one, we let the fans do it. We're making a Twilight Zone episode, and then we die. (laughs) I just want to say, you know, Earl Hammy wrote the next episode as well. Well, fuck me running with St. Scissors. With St. Scissors? Is he the patron saint of scissors? Earl Hammy wrote You Drive. I saw that. You know who's done? George Clayton Johnson after 90 years of slumbering. Well, he kind of... It's retribution for doing that episode. In two episodes, though, we get a good episode and Old Man Makeup in Long Morrow. The Long Morrow. That one is actually a very good episode. It's a good episode. Yes, I... Got some terrible Old Man Makeup, though. I believe, I believe, I believe. Okay, let's end the podcast now. (laughs) It's going to keep going. Hour So long, everybody. So long, citizens. Peace.